We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Pleasure to have you with us on a Tuesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. I've been immersed in school-related matters, a little bit of politics, with Josh Mandel and the American Leadership Forum. Wokeness, a common topic here on the Bruce Hooley Show. A very consequential election coming up. Local school boards all over the state of Ohio. And for the first time in my recollection, the... Lines are drawn and people are engaged. There appear to be candidates who are all in on the status quo. Those who are open to the continued direction schools have gone, and there are those who have been moved to run because they see something in the way the schools are being run that bothers them and they feel like they need to step into the spotlight and stand against My next guest is one of what I think are about a thousand first-time candidates for school board in the state of Ohio. Her name is Liz Easton. She is running in Upper Arlington. And Liz, I'm very thankful for your time today. Welcome to the Bruce Hooley Show. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. So tell me, you've lived in Upper Arlington for quite some time. You've had children in the district and uh, a couple that have graduated in the last few years. Is that correct? Tell me why you decided to run for school board. Yes, I've lived in UA now for 15 years, and my three kids all graduated. My last one was in the middle of the pandemic in 2020, and um, I'm just very concerned with the directions, uh, the direction that our schools are headed. Okay, so what direction concerns you? Build a new school. The high school's beautiful there. Arlington's always been. I lived in Arlington for uh, about 12 years. Uh, property values when I lived there, people always said, you know, invest in Upper Arlington, your property values will never go down, and the number one reason why they'll never go down is because the schools are fantastic. Do you think the schools are as fantastic as they used to be or need to be? Well, unfortunately, I think we've lost um, our focus on why we send our kids to public schools, and that's for um, excellence in academics. Um, when you look at our current strategic plan that was written in 2019 com- compared to the one that was written in 2015, in 2015, it was all about academic excellence, high expectations, um, self-responsibility. In 2019, it's all about um, this whole student teaching, social, emotional learning, which I'm saying, I'm not saying that's not important. Uh, the mental health of our kids is very important, but that should not be our number one priority. Our number one priority is academic excellence, and we seem to have lost focus on that. Liz Easton is our guest. She's running for school board in Upper Arlington. There are five candidates, two spots open. It's very common for there to be two spots open in most districts. Uh, Liz, you seem like somebody who would have looked into this, uh, why the change in the uh, future projections for UA schools, the things that they were 
going to concentrate on and try to drive and make happen. What kind of answers have you gotten about the shift in focus and what prompted you to run? Well, it's interesting when you um, talk to um, current teachers and administrators um, and you, you know, one of the things, a, a main topic that we're talking about is our dropping in rankings. We've mm-hmm. gone from 26th in the state in 2014 to 67th in the state. And there's a lot that goes into it and it's too complicated and we don't have time. But um, when you when your rankings are down, it seems that people think that rankings don't matter. And that's what I'm hearing a lot from, especially administrators, that they're not important, they don't matter. Um, but it's interesting, if we were ranked number one, um, I, I bet our rankings would matter. Yeah. So, um, so we just, um, we just, again, I just, my tagline for my campaign is excellence in the three A's, academics, athletics, and activities. That's why you send your kids to school. And those are the things that we need to be focusing on. Very good. Liz Easton is our guest. Liz, where can people find out more about your candidacy, about the positions that you hold and the things that you try to drive as a member of the Upper Arlington Board of Education? You can go to my website. It's LizEastonForUASchools.com. And there's an email on there. I'd be happy to answer any questions. I'd also be happy to meet with anybody that's interested in talking to me. So is it Liz Easton? F O R U A schools, yes. or is it the number four? So it's F O R U A schools. F O R, yeah. Okay, so uh, when let's talk about this umbrella of social emotional learning, because this is my perception as I look at school issues now that the labels on things that, as a parent, I would oppose if I had kids in public school anymore, which I don't. I have two in private Christian school because of the view because of the bent of public schools. And I have one who is homeschooled. But if I had kids in the public schools, nobody's opposed that I would think is a rational human being to the development of a child along social and emotional lines. Nobody's opposed to uh, a thinking, rational person is opposed to authentic American history, teaching that slavery existed, that it was deplorable, that we have disadvantaged minorities and all these kinds of things. But I've found, and I wonder if your observation on this is true, is that things are often wrapped in labels that seem very non-threatening, even noble. But that when you really dig into what is social-emotional learning, you go, oh, wait a minute now, hold on a second. I, I didn't know I was signing up for this, and I'm not sure I want to endorse this. Yeah, that's correct. And, you know, you hear the the terminology CRT, critical race theory, which really I don't believe is what we're talking about here. Critical race theory is a theory that's meant for law school and colleges. It's not meant to be in our, especially in our elementary schools. And I, and I believe every candidate is going to tell you, no, I, I don't want critical race theory in our schools. I think what we're talking about more is this idea of having a curriculum that is teaching our children that you're either a victim or a villain. And how you look is going to determine how successful you can be in the future. And those are the things that I do not believe belong in our schools. We need to be teaching our kids math and reading and writing and science and, like you said, comprehensive American history. Those are all very important. But to be teaching our kids that, you know, how you look is going to determine your future does not belong in our schools. Now, I have had some people from Upper Arlington who've been concerned about the bathroom issue. I'm sure you're familiar 
with that issue. Uh, there was a story on Channel 10's news uh, last week, some students from Upper Arlington speaking out. Their identities were concealed, but they were speaking out. That story is no longer on the Channel 10 website. I can't find access to it right now. What's your position on the whole transgender thing and how the district has um, operated throughout that, building the bathrooms in violation of state building code, then going to court to fight against, um, basically fight against some of its own citizens, at least. And I know there are some who support that agenda. That's certainly, I don't agree with that, but do you have a position on that particular issue? Right. So the issue I have with that is the way our school district handled it. They were not transparent. They didn't communicate with the community and the parents about these bathrooms. They didn't follow state code. We've spent hundreds of thousands of taxpayer dollars on this issue. And the bathrooms are still a mess. I have parents that are sending me pictures of these bathrooms, and I won't describe them on the radio, but they're disgusting. They're, the garbage cans are overflowing with alcohol bottles because the, the stalls are floor-to-ceiling doors. So yes. they are locked rooms. I had one parent call me. Um, her child needs to use the handicap stall, and this child waited for about 10 minutes. And after about 10 minutes, um, two girls and a boy walked out of the handicap stall. So you can only imagine mm. what's going on. I have parents telling me that they have to go pick up their kids at lunch because their kids want to come home to use the bathroom. Wow. And unfortunately, our, our schools, are, especially the high school, it's already built. There's only so much we can do to fix this problem. You know, the physical facility is there. Mm-hmm. And when you walk in a boy, a boy door and a girl door, you're in the same room. So they're not separate. Um, But to fix that, we'd have to physically build a wall down the middle of the bathroom to have them separated. So the solution is not easy. And there are some unisex bathrooms that anybody can use, but there are very few of them and they're not centrally located. The kids just don't have time to get to these bathrooms, use them, and then get to their class on time. So it's definitely a big mess. Well, it sounds to me like there's an assortment of issues that you feel like the current board and the current administration has not been responsive on, and that's why you're running. Um, again, it's Liz Easton for uaschools.com or .org? .com. Dot .com. Liz Easton, E-A-S-T-O-N, for, F-O-R, uaschools.com. And Liz, there are five candidates in this race. Is there another candidate that you would be comfortable uh, being aligned with as a new member on the board? Yeah, so the two seats, I'm hoping that Lou Sauter and myself um, can get those two seats. Lou and I are not running together, but our values align. We believe in the same thing. Our number one goal is excellence in academics. So, yes, if Lou Sauter and Liz Easton can get those two seats, those two seats, I think our uh, schools would be a lot better off. So the last thing I have for you, Liz, is A, to commend you on your courage and your sacrifice doing this, because I know it's not easy. And I just wonder if you would give a sense of what this experience of running for school board has been like for you so far. Yeah, it's been way harder than I ever imagined. And I knew it was going to be difficult going into this. And I think the hardest thing is when People flat out attack you who don't even know you. They made, they've made no effort to reach out to you. They've made no effort to talk to you. And they attack your character. They call you a liar. I've had things posted about me that are flat out lies. Um, so that's the hardest part. You know, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm a mom. I love Upper Arlington. I wanted to run on the school board because I want to make our schools the best. 
And when someone attacks you personally who does, doesn't even know you, that, that's really hard. I did. I lied. I have one more for you because I just <laughs> noticed that today in the dispatch, there is a, an editorial where a um, columnist says that local school boards have become the newest battleground for corporate-backed extremists. Mm-hmm. Now, I've con- I have uh, attended candidate nights for candidates that I would say are people who would uh, share your viewpoints about concern for teachers in schools and students in schools and the quality of a student education. And what I've heard from them, and I wonder if this is the same issue for you, <laughs> is that these allegations that you guys' campaigns are financed by some big corporation that is pumping money <laughs> into your campaign are patently ridiculous. Are you well-funded by some big right-wing organization, Liz Easton, for UASchools.com? Well, you know, we have to file financial reports, so we have to give every dollar that we receive, we have to file that, and that is public knowledge. And you can look into my finances. Every 100% of every dollar that I have received are from Upper Arlington citizens. I have no large don- – I think my largest donation is $2,500, and that's from a, a person that lives in Upper Arlington. So all that information is public knowledge. We're not hide- – we can't hide anything. It's all there. Every dollar is from UA citizens. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on. Again, thank you for what you're doing. I'll be rooting for you and praying for you, and I'll be mentioning your name along with Lou Souters as somebody that the people in Ar- Upper Arlington can put their confidence in and someone who uh, genuinely has the best interests of the school uh, students in that district at heart. I wish you well, and I thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Liz Easton, candidate for school board in Upper Arlington. Go to her website, support her, vote for her. Liz Easton, for F-O-R-U-A-Schools.com. It is easy to get discouraged by the bent of our country. Uh, did you see what uh, Joe and uh, Kamala were doing while uh, gas was $1.25 a gallon higher? Uh, food prices are out of sight while our uh, relationship with our allies is in tatters. Uh, they uh, unveiled the first ever national gender strategy. Yes, they really care about the things that no one cares about except the crazy woke left. But then I talked to somebody like Liz Easton, who's running for school board in Upper Arlington, talk to... Jennifer Foyt, who's running for school board in Olentangy. Felicia Castle, who I met in Olentangy. Uh, Erica Detweiler, Sonia Walker in the Jonathan Alder District. Diana Rigby in the Dublin District. And I realized that there are good people out there who still are willing to suffer the consequences of fighting for what is right. So I get encouraged. But the battle is real, and the battle is difficult. Because there are people in the world, like Pete Van Leer. Now, Pete is a senior researcher at Policy Matters Ohio and a founding member of the Honesty for Ohio Education Coalition. Now, remember what I said when I was talking with Liz Easton. Her website is, again, Liz Easton for, F-O-R-U-A schools.com. I said that a lot of these initiatives in school sound like really good things. Social, emotional. What are you teaching your kids in school there? Paul Imhoff, superintendent of Upper Arlington Schools. Oh, Bruce, well, we are prioritizing the social and emotional learning of our students. Wow. Great. Awesome, Paul. 
What he doesn't tell you is that social and emotional learning is uh, making them question whether, you know, you're a boy. Are you really a boy or are you a girl? You know, have you ever thought about maybe being a girl? All these kinds of things. All this nonsense, planting seeds that is meant to twist the mind of a young person, expose them to sexual material they're not even remotely emotionally equipped enough to handle. And Pete Van Leer, similarly, is a part of that when he's part of the Honesty for Ohio Education Coalition, because I'm reading his editorial in the Columbus Dispatch, and there's very little honest about it, except that it is honestly nonsense. Because Pete Van Leer writes, This year, a well-funded national campaign is working hard to distract public educators and school leaders from their primary task, providing all children an education that prepares them to flourish, grow, and thrive. No, there is no well-funded national campaign that's pushing the campaigns of local school board candidates, Pete, P-I-E-T. Pete says, learning the truth about the history of race in our country and making sure every child feels like they belong in our public schools is something that is under attack. No, it is not. No, it is not under attack. I went to school way before you were born, probably, Pete. And I can tell you that I learned about slavery and Reconstruction and Jim Crow and all those things, and nobody I know who's running to NCRT is opposed to any of that being taught authentically, what they are opposed to, as Liz Easton said very eloquently. And as Jennifer Foyt and Felicia Castle and Erica Detweiler and Sonia Walker and Diana Rigby would say as well, is don't mess with a child's mind by telling them, you were born white, so you're evil, you are hateful, and you are, even whether you know it, want to, or think about doing it, you are suppressing minorities around you. You are victimizing them. Or if you are born of Asian or Indian or Hispanic or African-American descent, you really have no chance in the world. You can study all you want to. You're never going to get ahead because all these white kids in here are not going to let you do it. That is a lie. That is a hateful lie. That is a demonic lie that good people are trying to eradicate. Pete, P-I-E-T, writes, a handful of zealots making veiled or blatantly violent threats have derailed local school board meetings and shaken up normally sleepy board elections. And specifically, the headline of this story talks about Worthington. So I got to believe, Pete, since you're all about uh, honesty for Ohio education, that if I read through the rest of this editorial and you're talking about Worthington, you're going to talk about Worthington board member Sam Shim, who labeled people at a Worthington board meeting white supremacists. See, I'm only four paragraphs into your editorial, Pete. I got a page and a half to go. So I can't wait for you to write about, since you're all about honesty in Ohio education, I can't wait for you to write about Sam Shim. So I'm going to keep reading, and I'll let you know if it's in here or not.